0: You are listening to This is Product Marketing brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, a product marketing community that gives back. In this episode, Brian Mattel, Vice President of Product Marketing at Cube, shares his product marketing journey and how he introduced product marketing to his organization. Let's dive into it right now. It is not uncommon for product marketers to find themselves in a situation where very few people in the organization understand what product marketing does. Today, we're happy to have Brian Mattel share his story of introducing product marketing and building awareness within the organization. After starting his career at Ernst & Young and working in corporate finance for five years, Brian began his SaaS software career at Host Analytics, now Planful, which is a financial planning and analysis software platform for corporate finance teams. As a solution architect in the professional services team, helping customers implement and go live on the platform. During his tenure and planful, he transitioned into product marketing as director of product marketing. Today, he is vice president of product marketing at Cube, and he is an active member of our community, Product Marketing Hive. So welcome to the show, Brian.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It's nice to be here
0: great so talk to me about your transition in product marketing How did you get into product marketing
1: yeah so so my path to product marketing probably not your traditional path uh, if there is such a thing um, but I really came into product marketing through uh, the professional services path right which I think is a little unusual so as you mentioned at the top of the top of the call I was um well actually first I started my career as the persona that's probably the most important thing to to say. So I spent the first 5 years of my career working first in public accounting as an auditor and then as as a member of an FP&A team and of course now I work within the FP&A software space. From there I transitioned into a consulting role where I was first an implementation consultant and then a solution architect actually helping customers design and implement these FPA software tools. Um, so, so my background was really rooted in, in having a deep understanding of the persona, the business problems, the use cases, um, and the actual application of, of these software tools in the marketplace. Um, so I think it, you know, while it's perhaps a little untraditional or non-traditional. Um, it certainly was a valuable one, um, you know, because I did have this, this really deep understanding of how customers actually use these tools. And so in that sense, it, it really um, was a great path. I think it's worked out really well for me, particularly in the space that I'm in. Yeah, it's it's been a great journey.
0: Often product marketers, they are coming from like a pre-sale or a sales engineering background. But interestingly, you transition from um, a solution architect to product marketing. So it's more of a kind of post-sale role. So what do you find most challenging in this transition?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a good distinction, right? I think you're right. Um, you typically do see a lot of solution engineers, solution consultants, sort of, that, that's more of a traditional path into product marketing. Whereas my solution architect, professional services background is, is certainly more on the post-sale side. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a lot of, certainly a lot of overlap and, um, and synergy there. Um, I think the first thing is, you know, I, I've always been passionate about technology in this space, you know, coming from the persona world and then sort of seeing firsthand how technology could really help improve the the lives of finance professionals. I was just very passionate about that from day one. So I think that passion certainly helped me. Um, I always loved being an evangelist of, of these solutions as well. So, I mean, it was a genuine interest and in, in passion. Um, I think what was hard for me was I needed to learn the, the technical fundamentals of product marketing. So, so that was all new to me. Um, and basically, my approach to solve that problem was I really immersed myself deep into, into the new opportunity and into the world of product marketing. You know, I, I read everything I could get my hands on, um, you know, I read all the blogs, listened to the podcasts, participate in communities like pmmi Um, And I I curated or I did my best to curate mentors. I mean, mentors is a big part of my success. I was was really lucky to have Dave Kellogg, my then CEO at Host Analytics, um, who came from a product marketing and marketing background, um, kind of Really, sort of take me under his wing a little bit and, and mentor me on the product marketing fundamentals. So that was a huge help. But you know, I I really had to had to immerse myself into it and, and commit to it and, and acknowledge that you know I have this huge open flank on the traditional product marketing skill set that I have to solve for as as quickly as possible. And that's the way I went about it.
0: Yeah. So, what kind of advice would you give to people who are thinking about, you know, thinking about transitioning from professional services to product marketing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a great career path for for those people who are interested in it. Um, you know, I think, you know, do do a little bit of homework in terms of what's involved. I mean, I think it's a really dynamic and exciting career path because you do so many things, right? You have your hands in positioning and messaging and, and content and go-to-market strategy and sales enablement. And I, I mean, as, as your listeners know, the, the scope of what product marketing does is deep and wide. Um, so in that sense, it's an incredibly rewarding and exciting career. I mean, no two days are the same.
0: I think it's a really fun job.
1: It's really fun. Oh, it's 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 great. Yeah, and I think for those people who who come from a product background or come from a a customer facing background, it can be a great avenue to explore. Um I think it's helpful, you know, if you, if you do have a passion to write, if you do have a passion to present, um if you enjoy being in front of prospects and customers and sort of a a more vocal role. I mean, it helps if you're comfortable public speaking as an example. Um, But I think first and foremost, like the foundation is you just have to really have the passion for it. Um, You have to have a passion for the technology, for the space or the category you operate in um, and really immerse yourself in it. Um, And if you're, if you're willing and able to do that, I mean, there are a lot of different avenues that can lead you to product marketing if you have the right mindset and attitude for it.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's talk about your current role at Cube. So you mentioned in our product marketing hive community, like when you joined Cube, many folks in the company were not very familiar with product marketing. So you sat down and spent some time with them and introduced product marketing to them. A lot of people in our community are very interested in what you presented. So how did you introduce product marketing to your organization?
1: Yeah, sure. So, well, first of all, I'll, I'll caveat this by saying I think this is a, a common problem that product marketers everywhere experience. Um, I, I know this is a topic on on the product marketing hype community is is it's it's very common for an organization to not fully understand what the product marketing team does. You know, do they live in marketing? Do they live in product? Are they sales enablement? How do they get measured? What do they deliver? Uh, it's a very sort of ambiguous sort of field. Um, and so I recently joined an early stage startup, um, you know, kind of very early on in its development. It's still a small team. And so, you know, by nature of, of being an early stage uh, company, we're putting a lot of the, the building blocks and in, in basic infrastructure in place and in terms of, uh, building out individual teams and functions and and kind of educating cross-functionally what what each of us does. Um, so I, I saw the opportunity to say, hey, you know what if what if I set up a, a little fifteen minute spotlight um, on our next company, all hands, and just do a little tutorial um, and and that's what I did. and it was basically, a forum to say, hey, chances are pretty high. You guys probably uh, aren't super familiar with, with product marketing or what product marketing does. So let me take 15 minutes to, to kind of walk you through it and, mm-hmm. and get you sort of centered in what it's all about. And by virtue of doing that, um, I sort of selfishly, um, you know, started building a, a base of influence um, by getting people kind of bought into the value that I can provide and, and the agenda I, I hope to uh, to employ here, uh, yeah. the company.
0: it certainly is important to build early base of influence in the company. It will
1: help a lot. Well, well, yeah, and that was, you know, that was really my goal is was was building a base of influence. I mean, you, well, yes, my goal was also to, to educate the company for for those people who who weren't as familiar with product marketing. That was certainly the goal too. But as I said, so kind of selfishly, to to build a base of influence because. You know, I I really believe that product marketing has so much value to offer an organization. Um, Like I said, you know, we just have our hands in so many different parts of of the go-to-market activities that there's so much value to to add. And and typically, product marketing is sort of the bridge between all those different go-to-market teams. And, And in that sense, we can kind of be, you know, the glue that... That, that holds things together and, and connects the dots. And, and so there's a huge opportunity there. But to be able to do all of that, you need to have your organization aware of what you do, aware of the value that you provide, make them aware of how you're going to be able to help them be successful. You need that visibility. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to really maximize or optimize the impact you you have on your organization so to me it was um it it was really a question of of necessity of you know Mm -hmm. i I need to to get this function visible in the company in order to go do what, what i want to do
0: one of my many favorite quotes from dave kellogg is marketing exists to make sales easier this is certainly true with product marketing
1: yeah, well, actually, you know, that's that's a great call. So I, I was very, very fortunate to uh, to work for Dave Kellogg or, well, under Dave Kellogg uh, through a couple of layers of management, but he was the CEO while I was at Host Analytics for a number of years. And he was actually the person who, who got me into product marketing while I was there. And, and he was very gracious to kind of offer himself as a mentor to me as I got started. So um, you know, Dave, Dave Kellogg will forever be an incredibly important person to me in my career. Um, I know your audience is familiar with Dave, but if you're not, he has a fantastic blog, Kellblog.com, um, on all things SaaS management and leadership and marketing. It's, it's just a fantastic blog. It's a, It's a must read for anybody in marketing. Um, but, but yeah, so, you know, as as part of, so basically what I did, I did this 15 minute spotlight in my first company, all hands. And I said, okay, how am I going to teach my company what product marketing is all about? Like, what do I want to tell them? What do I want to say? And I was, as I was preparing for that little presentation, I said to myself, well, hang on, you know, maybe I should take a quick step back and, and start at the beginning, which is, you know, what does marketing do before I get to what product marketing does, let's a step back and say, what does marketing do? Because even though that might seem like a self-evident answer, certainly to marketers in the audience, to people who have never worked in marketing, you'd kind of be surprised how many people just don't totally know what they do. You know, like. Some people are like, oh, you know, they do the newsletter or, oh, they do social media or they, they do the website or whatever. And it's like, yes, it's it's those things, but it's so, so much more than that. So, yeah, I took a step back and I said, okay, well, let's let's answer that question first. And the best definition I've ever heard uh, on, you know, what is marketing, uh, it came from Dave Kellogg, which is marketing exists to make sales easier. Uh, Dave, is, Dave is a famous reductionist. You know, he believes in distilling everything down to its most simple and basic form uh, to kind of communicate the essence of something. Um, And and that phrase really stuck with me. You know, I first heard that four or five years ago, and I I think about it daily, which is, you know, if you just think about what marketing does, which is to make sales easier, everything else kind of falls into place, as he would put it. Um, And you don't need to really get yourself um, super buried in all of the detail of, you know what does demand gen do? What does PR do? And AR do? And what's a campaign versus a program? And if you just think of it in its most basic sense, marketing exists to make sales easier, right? Marketing is responsible for getting high quality leads into the sales funnel. Those leads turn into high quality opportunities. Sales then works those leads to close them, which turns into revenue, which makes the company grow and everybody gets paid. Um, So, you know, I I think that's a fairly good 30,000 foot definition just to get the the non-marketing folks in your company kind of oriented around what you do.
0: So here I wanted to remind everybody to check out an article on how to build a base of product marketing influence by Brian on our website. You can also download a free ready-to-use presentation slides to help you introduce product marketing and build influence in your own organization. So... Clearly, when you joined product marketing, you were for sure a domain expert in a corporate finance. And then I know a lot of people, when they're hiring product marketers, they often ask themselves, do I want someone who knows everything about product marketing, but probably not much of a domain expertise? Or do I want to hire somebody who is a domain expert, probably need to learn more about product marketing? Really hard to find someone who is good at both. So how do you think about building out a product marketing team?
1: Yeah, so this is one of the toughest questions to answer as a product marketing team leader. Um, I will caveat this and say that I have not figured out the silver bullet answer yet. Uh, if anybody has, please connect with me on, on the Slack community because I'd, I'd love an answer. But it, it's no doubt a, a super hard question to answer, right? Um, you know, I've seen it done different ways um, with different outcomes. Obviously, you want to find someone with both skill sets if you can, but that's incredibly difficult to find. So be ready to wait a really long time to find that perfect person uh, or maybe never. Um, So basically, you'll quickly find yourself in a situation where you have to pick sort of you have to kind of over index on on one set of skills versus the other. Um, So I did put together some suggestions on how I've approached this problem in the past, First of all, I would say you know you you, you really can't put a price on that um, product and, and subject matter expertise. So one way or another, you're going to need to source that expertise somewhere. Um, if you if you hire somebody who who really doesn't have any of it, or if you can't find that expertise elsewhere in your organization, you know that that's really just going to kind of kind of set you back a bit. So. Here are some thoughts to think about that have kind of been helpful for me in my experience. First of all, you want to think about what kind of product marketing team does your company need right now, right? What's the priority? Is it, is it more around sales enablement? Is it more around positioning and messaging? Is it more around content creation? Um, do you need a very product-focused product marketing team, somebody who's really attached to at the hip to the product management team? And helping helping feed them with with intel from the market so they can build a great product or a feature set. Um, typically, you might find that you're going to prioritize one or two of those things over the others, right? It's you know it's typically the more mature companies that are tackling all of those different areas simultaneously. So I find that's a that's a good first question, right? If if you're more of a sales enablement focused product marketing team um, than over-index on, on sales enablement sets. Uh, if you're more of a product-oriented team or a positioning and messaging-oriented team, then you're really, really going to need somebody with that um, product and subject matter expertise. Um, the next thing I would say is, you know, can you leverage, if, if, you, if you can't find those product and subject matter expertise in, in your product marketing candidates, um, right off the bat you know can you leverage product and subject matter experts in other departments in your company right could you tap the solution consulting team the solution engineering team could you tap the product team or the customer success team right are there other people in the company who can supplement that gap in skill set at least for the time being that's one approach uh, typically you'll have a lot of product and subject matter experts across the company um, so so see where you can kind of fill that gap, at least temporarily. Other options is you can leverage contractors or consultants and kind of divide and conquer. You can make the case for two different hires with complementary skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one hire who's who's more of a, um, a, a content creation expert um, and and another hire that's maybe more of the product and subject matter expert. Um, so, you know, leveraging two hires can, can work as well. Um, and then... You know, I think the final thought I'd I have is, you know, can you afford to take a gamble on an up and comer? Um, this was kind of my story a little <laughs> bit, you know, um, yeah. is there is there sort of a hidden gem somewhere in your organization that you could say, hey, that person has the potential to be a really great product marketer and they come to the table with the product and subject matter expertise. Maybe they could be, you know, a, a long term bet on a really great solution. So a couple, couple of thoughts there, but it, it is absolutely a really hard question to answer. Um, and you just have to kind of balance balance the equation the best you can. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we're getting to the end of our time here. Any final thoughts to people who uh, find themselves, they need to introduce product marketing to their organization?
1: Yeah, I mean, just to recap, you know, what, what worked well for me, um, really kind of the three things, the, the three things I took to my approach with that 15 minute spotlight I did in my company all hands, you know, number one, find the forum to to teach your company what marketing and product marketing is all about. I did it in a, in an all hands meeting, but you know, you could do a a Friday lunch and learn. You can, you know, uh, you can find all different forums and venues uh, around the company to get in front of your organization, but just make sure you do it somehow. Number two, uh, I would say, teach them the basics, Of marketing and product marketing, uh, but do it in a way where you keep it simple. (laughs) Don't get too technical. Don't get too down in the weeds. And then number three, I would say, frame it in a way that shows your organization how your existence is going to help them do their jobs better. Um, This is is a, a really key thing, right? Don't make it all about yourself. Don't just say, hey, this is what we do. Frame it in a way that says, this is how what we do makes your life better right so you know you can tell the sales team hey you know bring me onto a sales call i'll be happy to deliver an amazing demo that'll help you close the deal Um, or you know bring great new fresh messaging to the demand gen team that drives more high quality leads to the website you know things like that like make it real make it tangible so that that audience is going to leave and say oh wow you know Brian Martell and his team are going to put a deliverable on my desk that is going to make my life easier. It's it's going to give me the ability to to close more deals faster. It's going to help us drive more traffic to the website. It's going to make a product that's stickier. Um, it's going to help us build a feature that customers are going to love, and therefore it's going to you know increase lifetime value. Um, you just got to put it in the context of of their world and and how it's. How it's a benefit to them.
0: Okay, that's very insightful. I think a lot of people would benefit from our talk today. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming to the show.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for tuning into this is product marketing, brought to you by Product Marketing Hype, a product marketing community that gives back. Check out our website, productmarketinghype.com, to join our community meet fellow product marketers, and access for resources, including training, playbooks, templates, and events. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and give a 5-star rating on the platform of your choice. See you next time!